Welcome to Critical Hit, a major spoilers podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and checking us out this week. Oh, man. Seems like every time we think we know what we're doing, we don't. Or something like that. Correct, Rodrigo? <laughs> um, every time you know what you're doing, you don't. I mean... I feel I like you guys are pretty good about heading do. in a general direction. Yes. General direction time. being waypoint. Yeah. General direction. I thought I knew what I was doing on this game. We hadn't gone to the Feywild yet. <laughs> so what has happened, Rodrigo? Well, on you tell me. Ahead. <laughs> what what has been happening? Well, last time. On critical, on critical there hit. you go. Sam and Rob get the points this week. I <laughs> was early. Uh, we were contemplating making an invasion onto Waypoint because Asmodeus's ship's uh, fleet had all taken off, and we may only have the one chance. But the problem is, Waypoint is still really big, and uh, you know uh, we're still really tiny, mm-hmm. and we have to figure out a way how to get onto the island without. Without, I don't, I can't say without being noticed, but maybe it's some kind of a distraction. Right. That sounds about right. Why, why are you guys trying to get into Waypoint again? Because Waypoint is Asmodeus's stronghold, and the bulk of the fleet is currently headed to Snapstab Snap uh, to deal with the. Uh, mess that we created there and we want to kill him yes before he could undo all of our nice pillar work okay that sounds about right uh okay so um we will uh on um maybe uh, several hours after you guys had uh, gotten a chance to talk to the fleet, um, as um, Randus and and Pistonella are working on um, uh, basically the the thing that might actually make this entire thing possible, which <laughs> is a uh, I don't know, what are we calling it? Like a super duper solenoid? <laughs> Solenoidius. <laughs> ultra solenoid. Yeah. A massive solenoid uh, paragon, an MSP. If you right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, um, let's pick up there um, as. Uh, Basically, Randus and Pistonella are plugging in numbers and uh, nodding and uh, trading uh, notes and maybe working on some uh, small prototypes. Um, it it finally gets to the point where uh, they can they have something uh, more or less presentable to show everyone else. Uh, well. Uh... I think we uh, got this all more or less figured out. Well, as, about as much as we're going to without a trial. <laughs> you want to tell Cat? 
Yeah, sure. I'll uh, go get him. Cat uh, is presumably in his uh, cabin, possibly asleep. Knock on the door. Enter. All right, open the door. Uh, hey, Cat. Hey, uh, I think we're uh, ready to try the thing. The yeah. trial run, see if it works. Uh, did you have a particular test in mind? I'd well, see if you had any thoughts on that. Is there anywhere we could pick up any last-ditch help? Uh, the way this solenoid is going to work is it's going to waypoint. It does. It can't take you guys somewhere oh. else. Never mind then. Well, it seems like testing it then would be a terrible plan. It's like a small expeditionary force. Uh, but if we let them know that we've got solenoid technology again, then mm-hmm. they may all come back immediately. We have to assume he hasn't completely abandoned Waypoint, but there's at least one Devils are still there. Fair enough. So we're going to have to rely on you being correct. <laughs> okay. On the initial go. It's not like All it's right. the first time. <laughs> I'll uh, go and let Pistonella know. All right. Good work. All right. Head back and tell her that. Okay. Uh, she's like, oh, yeah. I'm glad we didn't just decide to test this on our own. Yeah. That could have been bad. Yeah. Well, I guess we're just going to have to trust that this highly experimental technology that's about 10 times bigger than the last one, which itself was unstable, is going to work. Well, I can't say I haven't done crazier. Oh, well, that's good. Uh, Anyway, um, I I guess we should probably get some rest. Uh, we'll probably just have a few hours before everybody on the boat starts getting up and doing starts doing useless things like eating or cleaning. So, um, better beat them to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, get some rest. Yeah, we'll uh make sure everything's prepped in the morning. Okay. Good work, Randis. Yeah, you too. And she goes off to her cabin. All right. I'll probably also head that way. Okay. Make sure everything I got's getting ready. Uh, do whatever minimum amount of uh, shutdown I need to to make sure I'm good and prepped. Yeah. Sounds good. So we'll say that uh, bright and early the next day. Uh, well, first off. Um, the the fleet moves overnight so that they're not just in the same place for very long. So by uh, daybreak, um, they've moved somewhere else, um, which is fine. It, that doesn't uh, screw up your uh, math too much. The, the issue is the, uh, the place you're jumping to rather than the place you're jumping from. Um, and uh, the ships circle around, 
and some of them connect to each other and some of them send, send boats and uh, a bunch of captains and uh, relevant crew members all gather uh, on the deck of the flagship. Oh, boy. So is it going to work? And if it doesn't work, uh, are we all going to die? We're hoping for the best. By all calculations, it seems like it should work. I trust you. And probably, if I was wrong, I won't be around to, you know, say otherwise. So, Ready to look at it? Have any ships left the fleet? Nope. Everybody's uh, Everybody's gathered up. Great. I'm leading everybody to their doom. Yeah. Uh, about that. When we come out of uh, out of the gate, uh, what if we were able to distract all the battleships at Waypoint to think we were in a different place? How do you mean? Well, here, let me show you. And I kind of uh, do a couple of moves, and all of a sudden, I've got a force wall in front of me. But instead of the straight force wall, it's kind of curved. And everybody who's watching, looking at me, suddenly sees me disappear. And if they look over to, the, to their right, on the other side of the ship, you know, off the ship, like over the water... You see me just standing there over the water, just hovering. I just kind of wave at everybody. You turned your force wall into a big mirror. Mm. Yep. Then I turn it off. And I think with enough power behind it, you've got some mages on this ship, right? Some some wizards on this ship, uh, Ket, magic users? Yeah. There's some amongst the crews. I may have to uh, to assign them some internships uh, statuses so they can help power this up. Because right now I can just do a regular wall. But if I'm going to do the entire fleet, I'm going to need some backup. Of course. I figured you would. Okay. <laughs> Interns. <laughs> They'll still be referred to as crewmen. To you, maybe. But on the official payroll, they shall be listed as interns. We must take our joy where we can find it. Are you suddenly paying them then, Orm? I have a lot of money somewhere. Back in the Fade Wild. Oh no, I left it all on Randus's ship. <laughs> well, nice work. That's that's very clever. Oh, thank you. You yeah, uh, cut, cut to a cloud above the southern continent. <laughs> Monsters in Monster it, Town being like, huh, that cloud really just doesn't move, does it? <laughs> just a distant whirring sound. It's the lucky cloud. <laughs> Some of the captains step up and they're like, well, are we going to like have a uh, some kind of meeting to discuss tactics or are we just gonna haul off and do this or what? 
<sighs> You're right. We should actually discuss tactics. Uh, I am open to ideas at this point. But our primary goal is to make landfall. Hmm. Well, we don't know exactly what we're sailing into, so we should probably come up with some alternate plans. But, um, I mean, primary focus should be to assess the force. Um, I'd say if it's superior, then try to scatter um, uh, to depending on, I guess, how what kind of formation they're in. Oh, there's so many variables. I wish we had better intel. Mm. Well, uh, we do have some scattered intel, but uh, a lot of it comes from what their usual tactics seem to be, more than what exactly their makeup is over there. Well, what, what do you know about their uh, naval tactics? You know some stuff about their naval tactics. We've uh, run into them a few times. They haven't All fully right. grasped our hit-and-run tactics yet, so... Well, that's good. Then, yeah, maybe some degree of scattering, hit-and-run, assuming that they're going to have an inferior force, as, or at least equal force, um, which is going to hurt their usual advantage of superior might we can maybe try to um either scatter and then regroup um and deal with whatever uh small things follow us and make landfall mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh let me get a diplomacy roll from everybody diplomacy oh you say absolutely mm -hmm. i'm kind of good at that I'm very good at that. Oh, I did roll a three, but that's still a 37. 35. 36. <laughs> I just had to one-up you. Yep. Okay. Okay, Rodrigo. Yeah? Seeing as it appears that we're going into what looks like might be a skills challenge. <laughs> uh-huh. Should my Arcana be 21 or 26? Because it's supposed to be trained, but my character sheet doesn't have it marked, which is an error that I had before you had to do my character sheet. Okay. Uh, let me let me see. Do, 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 level 28. Cat. Let's see. You have one, two, three, four things trained. One of which... Uh, you get from your multi-class thing, right? Right. So do good. how many do Warlocks get? Do you remember? I do believe they get four. Okay. I know this was a thing that kept popping up with the uh, character builder. It just would not tag me as having Arcana trained. Yeah, despite you know me. what? You know what probably happened? I bet you um, probably retrained it at some point. Not away from it, but to it. And other changes probably trip it up. So, yeah, go ahead and put yourself down as having it trained. Okay. Um, we'll we'll check this between uh, sessions to, to see if it's supposed to or not. But we'll just call it trained for now. 
Okay. Um, let me get your uh, diplomacy checks again. What did Little Sparkle get? 37. Uh, Sakar? Okay. 26. 26. Randis? A mighty 24. Oram? 35. And Cat? 36. How is your diplomacy so nonsensical, Sparkle? <laughs> uh, it's trained. It's my primary stat, and I just got an item that ups it by five. Oh, it's that item. <laughs> okay. Uh, so uh, we're going to have a planning skills challenge. <laughs> so nerdy. Yeah. Uh, you are going to try to pitch in uh, to come up with a functional plan that gets you killed the least amount possible. <laughs> um, I'm guessing a lot of this is going to be based on what stats, depending on what role you take. Uh, but um, we'll just kind of go for it. And you might, you know, if everybody's like, well, I... Coordinate logistics, and the next person's like, I, in a different phrasing, coordinate logistics. You might hear me say, no, well, you got you to gotta come up with something else with your skills. Um, it's, not, uh, it's not the usual skill challenge, uh, but we'll see how it goes. Did you have a question, Rob? No, I had a uh, thing that I needed to point out because we actually, someone other than me used diplomacy. Uh, okay. So everybody else's diplomacy role was one better than that, which doesn't really oh, yeah. matter for the uh, half initiative. But I'm a half elf, so I give plus one diplomacy to all my allies. Uh, um, it might put Orem in front of you, <laughs> or tied with you at least. Yeah. yeah. What's our breaker? What do we go to next? Um, diplomacy. Usually we'll your say mod. We'll say the we'll say the breaker is uh intelligence modifier. Plus eight? Plus five. I'm smart, not that smart. You're like street smart. No, I'm I'm like, like book smart. No, I'm I'm like genius, you're something else entirely. Ah. And then Randis is above you. There's somewhere else. Yeah. You guys oh yeah. Uh, I'll I'll also point out uh you guys get uh, one re-roll as far as uh, basically getting information from the other captains or stuff that you've gathered. Um, just, you know, having some amount of um, intel, which among this crew, you're going to be able to find something useful, but uh, you only get one uh crew re-roll so uh consider consider where you use it it's one as a group yep sure it's not one each because <laughs> uh, that's Cause what points are for <laughs> uh no it is not one each mm. all right yes uh you find yourselves in a uh in front of a large a round table with a pretty okay map of waypoints, a northern arm 
around you are uh, is a motley crew of captains and various other assistants. Uh, you know, some of the uh, captains that had wizards in their staff brought their wizards because they were asked to. Um, you know, a lot of the captains have like seconds taking notes. A lot of the captains have seconds actually doing the thinking for them because they're like, you know, kick down the gangplank yard type captains as opposed to actual people that are good at managing a, a ship. They have a first mate for that. Uh, so there's a lot, there's a lot of different personalities here, uh, but uh, kicking us off uh, with some planning is a little sparkle. Uh, so I know we just use diplomacy as initiative. Can I still use diplomacy yeah. as a yeah, skill? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, great. Absolutely. Then yeah, basically given the the high level of uh, disparate personalities, uh, Sparkle's going to try to like start things off by um, you know smoothing things out and like uh, conducting like coming up with a way to organize the meeting so it doesn't come up with like turn into a big shouting fight and uh, using bureaucracy to. Uh, get everyone sharing productively or possibly even like putting people into groups that where we can like coordinate better. All right. Uh, sparkles on workflow. So, Go ahead and roll it. Cool. And I will now use Ket's bonus. That's a 50. Uh, 50 is a success. Sweet. All right. Uh, sparkle manages to work out a like you don't talk out loud unless you're holding the stick type uh <laughs> system to uh to keep everybody on task and it'll take us to warm so i need to gather all of the magic users that everyone has has brought and mm -hmm. i'm going to tell the the captains that your magic users will probably need to be on the ship that i'm at uh, so that we can do this, uh, so that they can help me power up my my magical spells. And I'm guessing that would be Arcana, you know, if I have to do a small demonstration to kind of show them. Um, yeah, pulling the wizards aside and, and figuring out how to do this uh -huh. would, be, would be Arcana. Okay, I will roll Arcana and I get a 37. Okay, uh, 37 is not going to get right. you there. Then I will, let me see if I've got a... Uh... See if I've got an action point, because I need all. Uh, the... you, you you would you. I'm going to use an action point then, and roll that again, and get a forty-one. A uh, forty-one's a success. Good. All right. So wizard, 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 wizard. Magic, yeah, magic, yeah. Magic, the magic. the wizards go off in the corner and talk to each other for Some, a while. Sometimes you hear giggling. Tee. <laughs> all right. That's going to take us to cat. Oh boy. Um, I would like to use insight to start aggregating ideas that are working together and get the uh basically uh while sparkle's got this setup of you know these people are talking or the single person talking uh, as ideas are coming through i want to get the ideas that are going to be best cooperative and start aligning the ships or getting the captains and crews together to that point with insight okay that'll be a 43 uh, 43 is a success. All right. Cat uh, starts collating. <laughs> uh, that's going to take us to Sakar. Sakar remembers the long and involved uh, meetings and courts and, and various uh, groupings of his childhood 
and his adulthood and his hoodhood and realizes that there's always going to be those guys who aren't paying attention. Okay. So Sakar is going to, to use perception to suss out which guys aren't paying attention and occasionally just give them a little nudge to the shoulder to make sure that you don't have one of those action-oriented pirates who zones out thinking about how great it's going to be to just shank somebody and missing the point where he and or she needs to, you know, actually be aware of the tactics and strategy in play. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a good thought. Unfortunately, yeah. social perception is insight. Mm, crab cakes. All right. <laughs> so let me ask you a question. Okay. What if those people are obvious and they need to be scared into paying attention, which would have Sikar kind of hovering into in an eerie red-eyed way to make sure that they're not, you know, basically the principal Strickland where, you know, they're, they're paying attention because they're too scared not to, because the intimidating guy right behind them. I mean, that, that sounds fine to me. All right. So once again, Sakar is going to be a big, scary jerk to keep people on task. Okay. Cause, cause it worked in the dwell, the Dwarven war and it'll work here. If I knew how to roll. Mm. Murph! Yeah, a 31 is not going to get you there. I did not think it would. Mm. Shall I re-roll? Wait, wait, wait. That was Intimidate. Mm. I think I can make you re-roll. Can you? It's been a while since I've gotten to use that one. Empathic Read, Ally Fails, Bluff, Plopomus. Yes. Ah! Uh, <laughs> I'll give you some insight into their actual fears. All right, go ahead. 44. Uh, 44 is a success. Nice. So knowing what frightens pirates, Sikar embodies, um, I don't know, excess salt. (laughs) Your your tummy gets all bloated when you have too much, I don't know. Just abstract. He's scary as hell and it works. Yep, yep. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, next up is Randis. Hmm. I might have a kind of a weird idea, and you have to let me know if this is something that'd be feasible. Uh, like, what if we, like, our departure uh, radius or whatever is somewhat larger than our arrival? Uh, therefore, maybe displacing uh, additional amount of astral sea and giving, like, letting us come in on a bigger wave that's going to push us to let us get to shore faster. And if that's something that can work, maybe I can use that to coordinate with the captains and whatnot to determine how to arrange ships so that you know the smaller, faster-moving ones won't ram into bigger ones and whatnot. Okay. And what are you? And what what do you hope to use here? Arcana. Um, uh, I would say maybe not if the if if the crux of it is not whether Randis can pull that off, but whether ships are going to be running into each other. That sounds like uh, either diplomacy or something similar. Engineer, uh, can we make it? Can Randis pull that off, and then we worry about the additional logistics with further rolls? 
Uh, sure. <laughs> I would like to try that then. Randus explicitly does leaves a part of the plan out. <laughs> I at least uh, print, you know, put forth that idea of you know coming in on a crazy wave and okay, seeing how well that works. Fifty nine. Uh, Fifty nine is a success. Oh look, it wasn't a one. <laughs> Do it all I right. That's gonna take us to the second round. Um, so can I provide ideas on the, um, you know, kind of hit and run tactics and, uh, you know, using Orm's illusions while uh, basically making a, a stealth check? Uh, you guys are, are really not going to be able to hide. You're attacking okay. really the the amount of stealth that you guys are going to be able to bring uh, is going to happen when the fight starts, then you're going to be out of any conceivable stealth. That said, there probably is a way to get stealth involved in here. Hmm. We need to hide our ship. Uh, I mean, probably probably not. I mean, Hmm. if part of your plan is to conceal the the regent until the very last moment, I guess, yeah, that, that could probably work for stealth. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm just trying to come up with like since I just already used diplomacy and like a lot of my skills are not super relevant to this. Um, uh, hmm. I can't come up with a good way to use like streetwise or acrobatics or um, bluff. <laughs> um. Can't you use bluff to to make sure that everyone that you uh, project the uh, aura of confidence about how great this plan is going to be? <laughs> I guess that's fair. <laughs> like, can I use bluff? I mean, I guess diplomacy would normally be the thing for like that, but like, uh, could I use a little bit of bluff to like just keep everyone's spirits up? Um, you know, especially even like as I'm getting tired of this long meeting, um, to uh, make sure everyone's still staying productive. Uh, sure. Cool. Uh, forty-seven. Uh, 47 is a success. Uh, it's going to take us to Orem. I'm sure at some point a nerd fight's going to break out over who remembers this portion of Waypoint better than the others. And so at some point, um, all, actually... the, all the nerds are going to pull out their, their books, and we're going to be looking through and cross-referencing everyone's magic and everyone's idea of where the island is laid out and, and projections and all that stuff. So we're going to have to use history for that? I'll allow it. All right. <laughs> 39. 39. It's a success. Nice. Mm. Wait, I have to go again? (laughs) You have to go again. (laughs) I'm not used to this. Okay, we haven't failed once. Somebody later, bring this home. I'm I'm used to, you know, when we go this far, like, oh, I don't have to do anything because we're going to fail by the time it's my turn again. Well, yeah, I mean, that's cut. That's there are th- is slow. The slowest person in the initiative usually only gets to go once either way. Yeah. Uh, no, I uh, am going to be using diplomacy to finalize all the plans, get everything together, uh, make sure everybody's on the same page with exactly what we're doing and uh, being the admiral that I'm supposed to be. That sounds good. 
And I might use Beguiling Tongue on this as well, because it gives me okay. bonuses. And uh, I'm going to activate my Star Ruby Ring here as well. Uh, okay. Uses power of making a charisma-based skill check during a skill challenge. I can roll twice and take the better result. Sounds good. Right. I, I have one of those. That'll be a 47. Uh, 47 is a success. Woo. All right. Uh... You guys managed to uh, get everybody through the plan. Uh, speaking of which, not a lot of actual what the plan was got said. So what is the plan? I think as soon as we come out of uh, the teleportation, Orm's going to throw up the force wall with the help of of uh, the other wizards and mages and magic peoples. So hopefully that will draw the waypoint fleet towards the, the illusion while we try to slip in or around to the uh to a landing place to make landfall while the to... while the regent tries to make landfall or while everybody tries well to make i mean everybody's going to be grouped together so i mean however many people want to try to make landfall is fine but uh, certainly the regent needs to make landfall sure I'm assuming Orm's going to be able to project the uh, reflection in various directions as opposed to just this is always going to be 30 feet to the right. Oh, no, it's not 30 feet. It's like a degree. So it's going to be – it's only one direction. So we have to figure out which direction we're going to angle this, right? So it's not like – you know, it's not like we can just make – you know, it's not a prism where we can split the light and make like 14 versions of it appear. It's just going to magnify and enlarge the appearance of the of the fleet, but it's going to make them look, you know, like a hundred miles or two hundred miles to the left or to the right of where the actual fleet is, and we will be kind of invisible behind the force wall. Okay, but but you are able to choose left or right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Whichever way okay. you guys want. Whatever way is going to be closer to the enemy fleet. Right. A uh, hundred miles seems like a lot. I assumed it was an exaggeration. Oh no, that's why I needed all the the magicy people. Are they going to be able to see it if we deflect it a hundred miles? Oh yeah. Can we have like some maybe uh, Randis bombs set to also like basically create I don't know almost like a uh, what's it called mine network so that when they go chasing the illusion maybe it'll blow up some of their ships. Not really, uh, okay. Randis. Uh, first off, it would be difficult to pop out of uh, hyperjump and then set up a bunch of mines off over there while you're trying to distract everyone. Fair uh, enough. And then the other thing is, Randus is going to have a full-time job during, during this entire thing. Sure. Fair. I just want to try well, to make Randus solve all uh, of our problems. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, I'll I'll say just because it. Like we can, you you guys can actually just have Pistonella on the uh, solenoid, because I don't want to complicate the landing party too much by having Randas be on a different ship. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> now you're assuming like leave mine, so maybe when they realize that the decoy is a decoy and they start following, then maybe they would run into mines. Yeah, like that. Sure, you can. Whether, when, you de when you decide, when you come to the momentous decision of whether you're going to angle to the left or to the right, 
you can have the rightmost <laughs> ship drop some depth charges, essentially. Yeah. Sweet. So, um, uh, do we know how many of these massive ships are going to be at Waypoint? No. no? But you guys, no. but but uh, Ket's group has taken these ships down before, right? Yes. We know the majority of the fleet is headed to Snapstab. We assume at least one Devil's Czar is going to still be there because it seems tactically uh, irresponsible not to have, uh, since we're reasonably certain that there's no planar communication network at this point, it seems tactically uh, foolish to not leave at least one thing that can uh, suddenly leave. Sure. And bring information to the rest of the fleet that can suddenly come back. Well, it seems then that if uh, not all of the fleet is going to make landfall, then at, at some point the battleships need to break off and try to attack that thing from the side or behind. Mm -hmm. Is the plan for the full fleet to make landfall? That's the question, right? What is what is the what is the actual intent of making landfall? What are we doing? When we land. Yeah, we have to Go get ahead, to Sam. the to the lighthouse and work our uh, way yeah, up. Yeah, we're, and... we're trying to get a, a fleet on the ground so that we can fight their fleet on the or their force on the ground and get our way to the lighthouse and win. So we want an army on the ground. Yes. Okay. But we should probably have some force at least stay mobile uh, in case there are reinforcements to buy us time. Do we have a guesstimate of how many ground forces we want? Uh, you have an estimate of how many ground forces you have. <laughs> okay, how much is that? Uh, you probably have about, I'd say, solidly 100 combat-capable people that can, assuming that you know the various ships that they're in make landfall, uh, mm -hmm. that can essentially make a beachhead for you. You know, uh, with the huge asterisk that you don't know if and how this place is going to be, this particular section of Waypoint is going to be defended. So what would be the most effective way to deliver those? What number of ships making landfall would be the most effective way to get our hundred or so ground troops to the island Minimizing I mean, the possibility of sinking and shooting and burning in the glaze. Yeah, the most effective number is going to be most of them. Um, okay. There are going to be a couple of ships that just really aren't capable of like uh, making landfall properly. And um, if you really want to have an exit strategy, then uh, I mean, you know, for everybody who doesn't have a teleporting ship. Um, yeah. then presumably leaving one ship, you know, that's fully crewed so that any survivors can pile onto it and take off would be reasonable. But then again, this is the sort of Hail Mary play that where, you know, maybe just everybody jump in and hope for the best. And, you know, obviously we're not getting out of here if this fails kind of situation. That's really more about uh, it's it's less about what would be best and what would be most efficient and more about what uh, uh, Ket's admiralty style is and what the expectations of his captains 
uh, what what this captain's expectations are. Also, if I remember our discussion from the previous episode, we were talking about not approaching from the uh, military side, right? Yeah, you guys are going to be approaching the the northernmost arm, which is uh, which has historically been a uh, exclusively like sort of high end merchant kind of situation. So it usually has the least. Um, it, it literally has the least room for military vessels because most of the ships that traditionally get there are small ships with, um, you know, fine wares. Okay. Does that, does that make sense? Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Hence the hundred plus miles or whatever for deflection purposes. Well, it sounds like we've made a way to get to, to land at least hopefully. Mm-hmm. And the expectation is that we're going to land as many ships as we can? Yep. Okay. Yeah, maybe keep sailing the ones that are too big to properly land. And probably try to keep those with a skeleton crew so we can have as many boots on the ground as possible. How many do we expect would be too large to actually land of the ships that we, we know we have? You have a couple. So you have a couple of, like, big old tankers. Mm -hmm. So explicitly, you guys are going to this uh, port because um, you are like big, big old tankers and warships would have trouble uh, navigating into their docks and their marinas, um, whereas smaller ships can just basically ride on up and just jump out. Mm -hmm. um, however, you know, if you guys really wanted to, there's nothing saying like if you don't expect that an equivalent number of people of, of that ship's crew is going to make it back out alive, you can always bring those ships in and just crash them into the beach. They're just not going to be or into the uh, marinas. They're just not going to be able to get back out. That's the issue. Yeah, I don't think we necessarily need to go that level of suicide run um, if we could get at least most of the people loaded onto another ship and then keep like those big ships on the, uh, in the water and possibly allow us to like them to buy us time to, you know, stop any naval response. Yep. Yep. I mean, you guys, uh, got all the way through that skill challenge without any, um, even any <laughs> failures. So I, I assume that there's a reasonable level of uh, contingencies planned in. Um, not saying that if if anything or if something goes significantly wrong, it won't cause you problems, but certainly um, the ability to have, say, an escape plan, um, assuming that things go poorly or and yeah, because you can you can have more, and you know, basically, you know, having another wizard step in if like you know somebody just snipes Orum from a tower and kills him immediately, and then when his mystical spirit soul wakes up, also snipes him. Um, you know, you guys can you guys can factor in some redundancies. I. So that your plan doesn't immediately fail, assuming that one of the like big links goes down. 
I want to try and send one ship to, or one or two ships to try and hey, take out a Devil's Are if it's there. Or okay. if it uh, tries to, as I think the biggest point of failure at this is if they bring the fleet back right. and are able to overwhelm us. Okay. You can you can hang a couple fast ships back for I don't know, what do you call what do you call that jerk that hangs out by your flag so that the other team doesn't take it? Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me. Guy with a shotgun. Yeah. All right. What else? I think everyone should get a really good night's sleep. And, I don't know, pray to any gods they pray to. And... What, and have them tell Asmodeus? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like we're going in. Okay. Oh, All right, everybody go take a nap. Take a good long nap. And we'll be back next week. To see if this plan succeeds or fails or what's going to happen. You'll just have to tune in next time. On critical hit. There you go, Matthew. And uh, for the rest of you, here's hoping all of your dice rolls are critical hits. This podcast is copyright 2020 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.